So maybe you got a great idea for a business. You want to start selling products or services online. Maybe you're an established business owner and you're looking for new customers. Maybe you're interested in starting a personal website. No matter who you are, GoDaddy. That's right, GoDaddy wants to help you succeed online. Right now, GoDaddy is offering a .com domain for just $1.49. That's right, $1.49. It's go time. Start your website today. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter promo code JIM149 to get your $1.49.com. Some limitations apply. See website for details. This is the Jim Crenn No Restrictions Podcast. We're coming to you worldwide, nationwide, and from Warrendale, Pennsylvania. We're at Jurgles Rhythm Grill. We're in a cigar and scotch bar. We have a live episode. We have two special guests, and we have your team, Mike Wysocki, Terry Jones, Mike Sasson, and here's your host, radio and comedy legend. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Jim Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Hot crowd tonight. It's uh, Jim Cren, No Restrictions on the Sideshow Network, and we are here live at Jurgles, live to tape at Jurgles, which is the my favorite uh, performance club. I think one of the great clubs in the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, mm-hmm. I like to think it was my home club because they always make me feel at home here. Absolutely, uh, Rick Jurgle and his his beautiful wife, and, and they have the best staff here. The bartenders and, and waitresses and waiters are just absolute best. Uh, they are. It make you feel at home. The food is unbelievable, by the mm-hmm. way. It's it's outstanding. Uh, they have a cigar bar in the back room, and that's where we're at. We got 50, 60 of my closest friends here, right? <laughs> we 70, right? And we have uh, 150,000 or so of our uh, uh, subscribers listening. We thank you very much for streaming and downloading and listening to us because, like I said, it's a very special show. I want to start off by uh, thanking our sponsor. We're brought to you by the Sideshow Note, but we have a sponsor, which I'm proud to, to say is Diversity. Uh, Diversity is a, uh, I love my cigars, as you know, but my wife kills me if I smoke them in the house. So I do the vapor thing. I do the e-cigs and the vapor thing, and I love it. And uh, uh, Buddy Hall, who's a great great musician. Oh, yeah. Buddy's a good guy. Absolutely. He started good this place with his lovely wife called Diversity. It's a vapor shop and he has one in Dormont and he has uh, one in Babcock. So out this way on Babcock uh, Boulevard and he has all types of different flavors. If you like you know, the cigar flavor, or the cigarette flavor, he also has candy flavors. Vaping's kind of cool. It's, uh, it's safe. It's fun. And uh, Diversity is the absolute best. We thank Buddy and we thank his family and everybody for Sponsoring Jim Crenn, no restrictions. We got a hell of a crew here to set this all up. We have Wayne Wilder over there who set, sets things that helped us set up, right, Wayne? Our, one of our producers, sound engineer, uh, Dave Settlemeyer and, and uh, Frank Mergia, who are, uh, couldn't make it. They're picking up dry clean tonight. Prioritize. <laughs> they got to prioritize. And uh, we have, uh, of course, Josh Folio's here somewhere, our producer. He's wandering around. Here's our Here's boy Josh. Josh. He's our producer of the show. And we have our, this is our, our regular crew here, which is, uh, this is Mike Wysocki, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Mike. Comedian extraordinaire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike Sasson, right over there. <laughs> and Terry Jones. Yeah. Another very funny comedian team, Terry Jones. Yeah. And they are the regular cast. Uh, <laughs> special shout out to magician Lee Trebozik is here in the audience tonight. I love Lee. And I have uh, two very special guests on the show uh, this evening. And two close friends, kind of kind of friends who you say, who do you want in your foxhole? <laughs> These are the guys, loyal, kind-hearted, my guys, man, and extremely talented. They're they're both iconic in this area, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show, Donnie Iris and Larry Richard. Thank you, King Cole, Larry Richard. Thank you. Now now. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's uh, funny. I, I, uh, I'm lucky. Uh, Larry and John Shumway let me come in and hang out with the boys on every Friday at eight to nine on, on the show. On the show, we get the goof around, Larry. I love it. A lot of fun. Best move we ever made. <laughs> <laughs> 
Absolutely love it. I, I wanted Shumway to be here, but he's uh, covering a pen dot reconstruction project down on the Parkway <laughs> West. <laughs> Poor guy. So I couldn't get him to trade in his reflective vest to be here with us. <laughs> and his hat. But his hat. Right off the top, Donnie. Yeah. The legend. This is a big, big time for you right now. Hey. And I'm excited to be here. And the fact is, Jimmy's going to announce an expansion of the Pantsin' at Warehouse no. franchise. Yes. Yeah. No. I didn't want to bring it up, I'm but sorry. I'm going to bring it up. What am no. I supposed to say? No, that you worked for us. No, that was a perfect setup. That was a perfect setup. No, but what I wanted to say was, spill my beer from nerves, but I wanted to say that uh, a lot of people know that Pantsin' at that Donnie Iris's brother, Lonnie, <laughs> is the manager of the Pantsonette Superstore in Wilmerding. <laughs> now, it's a superstore because it sells pants and at <laughs> in scratch-offs, which makes it a superstore. But hey. a lot of people don't know this, but, but Lonnie and Donnie, they get along. Sorry, Steve. I made a mess. I spilled beer everywhere, everybody. I know the worst. But thanks, sweetie. <laughs> 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 nice to have her space, our bartender. I'm making a mess. Yeah, for Stacy, the bartender. I just, Stacey, yeah. I, just, I just started the show, and I'm already making a mess. I'm not even drunk yet, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Give me an hour. I'll be done. But anyway, Donnie, and Lon- Donnie has been, uh, Donnie could tell you more. He's been jealous of Lonnie for a long time. You know, jealous of his success. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard for Donnie to wrap his head around Lonnie's success, but they patched it up, and I was there uh, two weeks ago at Pansonette Wilmerding. I was at I had a sweat sock sale, good tube socks, and I was there in line. Donnie was there at Lonnie. Donnie was buying a uh, yellow tuxedo. I think I bought a dicky there too. And a Donnie Iris dicky with underneath. Yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. look. Beautiful. And Donnie was looking at Lonnie, <laughs> and they ain't talked in like eighteen years. <laughs> and and Donnie was just getting the tux fitted because he got the one to three buttons, and they have to, you know, loosen up the bottom part because everyone in the music world knows you're gifted down there. <laughs> Word no, on it's true. I remember Eat. walking in on a Nick Sweat City when that night. I walked in, I was like, holy shit, call the zoo, and Anaconda's loose. <laughs> I still have nightmares, that thing attacking me. That's another story for a different day. But Lonnie's looking at Donnie, and I know you're going to cry when you hear this, because I cried. But he looked, Lonnie said to him, hey, bro, I love you. And Donnie looked, getting choked up. <laughs> Looked at Lonnie, and Donnie said, I love you, Lonnie, like a rock. Because he taught us that love is like a rock. He taught you that. (laughs) Donnie Iris, ladies and gentlemen. Just just inducted into the... uh, Pittsburgh Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, Pittsburgh yeah. legend. Uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, Congratulations. that was nice. That was nice. Myself with Lou Christie. Lou Christie uh, is also in, and uh, the beloved Porky Chedwick. Wow, Porky, uh, Pork rest the his tort. soul. Pork the Tork, man. Apparently, Platter Pussin Papa. He was a Platter Pushing Papa, not Pussin Pushing Papa. Very gifted <laughs> man. Larry is one of the great. Great DJs in the history of Pittsburgh Radio. You really Absolutely. are, Larry. No, no Absolutely. bullshit, man. I Iconic. used to be a weatherman on television, uh. but ever since Al Gore went with the global warming thing, I've been in the weather witness protection program ever since. <laughs> so I'd appreciate if you wouldn't mention you saw me. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I, I, I only got to meet Porky Chedwick like two times. He passed away at, at like 94, but... He was the coolest guy and the nicest guy. And it's yeah. funny, Larry, we were very fortunate because of people like people here tonight because of Pittsburgh supporting our careers in radio. And I got to tell you, no matter how great we thought we, we want to pat ourselves on the back, Porky Chedwick sold out the fucking Civic Arena. in <laughs> <laughs> my place real quick. They had one summer pork fest at Three River Stadium. I'm not kidding. No shit. Oh, yeah. It's misleading. And I'll never forget the last thing he said to me. Yeah. Hey, cool one. 
Ooh, yeah, yeah. He Remember said that all the time. Hey, but then, yeah, then I realized he called everyone cool one. So <laughs> he did. I wasn't so special. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. He sold out three rivers. They had pork fest. Oh my, oh my god. god. Or pork stock. <laughs> the guy was he was he was amazing and, and uh donnie your career the, the thing i love the fact that you're in in the hall of fame and that but the thing about you and everybody in the room and knows you that, that, that watches you and follows you is you're an inspiring performer and, and you're you still you're one of those guys man i'm glad you're in the hall of fame but the best is yet to come i think i always surprise you always surprise me man your voice is on top of its game Every time you do a show, it's amazing. You hit those high notes. Yeah. Is that because you're well endowed down there? The <laughs> <laughs> package. But Larry, you know, you're back, and all the guys there, right? I mean, it's a, it's an amazing talent that you've been able to cross over all different generations. And, and what I want to talk, so everyone can hear, is how how it started. You know, uh, the Don, was it Don Donnie and the Donnells? Was it? Yes, yes. Donnie and the Donnells, I was at Slippery Rock University at the time. It was Slippery Rock College then. But, uh, yeah, I started a group there. We, we initially called ourselves the Trivels. The Trivels. Tri- there's only three of us. Three. Tri- so there's three. two Donnells. <laughs> yes. There, no, then, then it became the Donnells How many of those when, we, when we finally got a bass player. <laughs> so <laughs> now we became Donnie and the Donnells. How, Donnell, how many Donnells were total? There were four of us. Was Lonnie a Donnell? <laughs> no, no, but but Connie Connie came as as a, a backup singer. They're My sister the, Connie. Lonnie was in the Lonnells. The, the Lonnells. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably like a hundred Donnells because you know there's guys in bars right now trying to get leg on. I was a Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> I did the low part. Donnie did the high part. <laughs> Donnie has more Donnells. He than screwed me out of the deal. <laughs> you have more Donnells than Gladys Knight has pips yeah. running around here. <laughs> Just like I, I, I was a pip, but now I'm a Donnell. So. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> they might actually think my name is Donnell though, so I gotta kind of like let yeah. them know. Donnell Iris, Donnie Iris, Donnell, Donnell not, not Donnell Johnson in Homewood. No, my real name is Donnell <laughs> Iris. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's funny because it, let, let's move on to where when you. The story. Tell us. Can you tell the story about the rapper, the song, the rapper, which is you know the, the huge national hit. As you have several hits that hit the top Billboard's top forty, which is really difficult to do. Uh, and the rapper uh, to made the number two on Billboard, right? Yeah, yeah. It made number two on Billboard, right below. Bridge over troubled water. That's oh, those oh. bastards. Oh. Those baskets. <laughs> those pricks. Yeah. Those untalented yes. nobodies. Yeah. <laughs> the they weren't under the Manaka Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> you know the Donnells are like he'd have kept us. They'd been number one. <laughs> they needed the Donnell. <laughs> we could have been the Garfunkel. <laughs> so, but still, Don, that had to be an amazing feeling for you because yeah. performers, man. You know, we just want to perform. All the guys, we like, you can make a living at it, man. That's that's a win. That's what it's all about. Yeah. But then when you get to the point where you get like a, a top ten hit, man, that must have been an incredible feeling for you. Oh yeah, we had no idea what was going on, man. I remember driving in my '53 Chevy at the time, first time I ever heard it on the radio, and it was just like, whoa, whoa, what is your this, song? man? Yeah, it was it was broadcast out of Chicago or something. Wow. Thought, wow! Oh, that's cool. Was yeah. that the first thing it was out of it was out of Chicago. The first time I well, no, I wow, take that man. back. The first time was out of Pittsburgh, and then the next time during the evening when WLS out of Chicago could come in real clear, I remember hearing it on that station. Well, the thing is, the the album for me, growing up, and a lot of you people that, who here loved Back on the Streets. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. It's one of the great albums. I'll put that album against any album. It just has that raw, edgy. Are we playing it now? <laughs> it's, it's got that edgy. It's got the edgy sound that you know the, the back. But the thing is, you took off unbelievably. And I remember at IUP, I had to sleep overnight for tickets for you to get your to, for your show. <laughs> I loved it. I wanted to see you, and there was a girl who wanted to see the show, so I, I slept yeah. overnight to get tickets. I didn't get oh, laid, but you had a great show, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm happy for because I was saved myself for marriage anyway. My wife is right. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Thanks, guys. Nice, 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 nice save there, Nice Jimmy. save, <laughs> <laughs> Larry, what, what was your Donnie Iris moment? 
Oh, Leah, uh, just in the right place at the right time hearing that song to this day. I'm transported like Spock in Star Trek. <laughs> wow. It never gets old. Yeah. And I waited. Last time I saw you perform live, like everybody in the crowd, as you're going through the song, is he going to hit it? Is he going to get there? Is he going to reach the mountaintop at the end? And we're all waiting, and you go up, and we go up with you, and you can still hit that high note. So, oh, Thank you, Larry. Mine's on Leo. would be my all-time favorite. Yeah. What, what what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite song that you that you wrote? For Probably before? Leah. Leah Probably is yeah. favorite of all time. Yeah, I think so. You're gonna laugh. My my favorite, and I told you this. You know this is. Uh, I love the song "My Girl." Yeah. It's a oh, pure yeah. pop. Yeah, hit. that's one of my favorites right there. But it's a one? great song. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Actually, my favorite song. Did you? Uh, one of my favorite songs by you is um, when uh, it's in the Jaggers, uh, "Travelers of a Memoirs of a Traveler." Memoirs of a Traveler, and yeah. it's the notes that were being hit, and uh, it's also crazy that um, it was sampled. It was sampled by in the a rap game. song by the game. Yes, game did it was sampled. Yeah, Wiz Khalifa did it too. Yes, yes. A couple and about and about five oh, or six cool. five or six yeah. other rap groups did it. Yeah, as and well. I, the song is amazing. Thank just you, like the, the notes and everything about it is just real smooth. See, that, that's what I mean. So but it's it's so smooth that yeah, you know yeah. I, you gotta hear it. it I, well, I know you heard it. What else I mean? But but the changing you know of different demographics and all, you know, Terry's about twenty five, right? T twenty eight. So yeah. So you got a guy yeah. in his mid twenties. Uh, every every generation lo- knows good music and loves good music, man. When you were when you were doing it, so you were in the midst of it. Did you think it would last this long? Oh, jeez, no, not really. I mean, I remember when I was a kid watching Chuck Berry. He was about sixty at the time, wow. and I thought okay. this yeah, guy's still doing it. He's yeah. freaking sixty, man. <laughs> and here I am, man. I'm like seventy two, and I'm still getting up there, man. Yeah, it's just. Uh, <laughs> I but, never expected it. But you still hit the notes. It, it's amazing. It, it's 72. Oh, if you hear music bleeding in the background, if you're listening, that's the new Jim Crenn No Restrictions Band. <laughs> 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 we hired them. Yeah. <laughs> we actually need to put a couple restrictions on them. You know, to, 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 <laughs> actually, <laughs> we're, well, we're, this is a cigar room, uh, uh, Jurgles, and this is a great showroom out front. Uh, holds about what five hundred or so people. Well, out I think there. they go up to like six fifty. Six fifty yeah. now. Yeah. So it's a cool showroom, and they're you know, perform every night. If you haven't been here, I'm saying, come on out. Check bands out every the night. Live. Yeah, great bands. place. Bands every night, and, and good uh, good touring bands as well. Major great league place. Major league people walk on that stage here at Jericho's, yeah. man. Oh it's yeah. A, it's a cool. Yeah. It's one of the, the great <laughs> music venues. It's become in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it has. You know, it definitely has. Yep. Yep. And Larry, uh, now you grew up. You grew up in Pittsburgh. Lair, it's uh, you know you've been. You're I was born boy in like Millville, me. which is a little river town. The little and river the people town in Shaler called us Mildew because <laughs> it always flooded out. Yeah, yeah. And then the Etna people, they called them Etnoids. <laughs> I didn't know Etna so Etnoids. So when I moved, my dad got a job way out in Wexford near here. Yeah. When I was three, so we got thrown out of Millville, <laughs> and then. The governor, the former governor of Pennsylvania, yeah. Tom Corbett's from Shaler. Yeah, right. So when they announced in Pittsburgh that the Dark Knight Rising was going to be filmed in Pittsburgh, they had this big press conference. Christian Bale was there and all these stars. And we walked out, and the governor said, aren't you from Millville? And he had all this entourage from Harrisburg and Philadelphia who didn't have any idea what mildew was. And I said, yeah. Governor, you called us mildew. And he goes, yeah, and we called them etnoids, too. And I said, you don't live in Shaler. You live in Upper Millville. So that's my story. Well, you know, what's cool about you and I grow, growing up in, in Pittsburgh and, you, you know, being on the radio, man, it's cool that we get to hang out with, you know, People like you, Donnie. Really, I mean, we've become close friends. But man, your yeah. your talent is just beyond. For, you know, right? That's one. You know, I, like I said, I slept out overnight for tickets for Christ's sake. But <laughs> you know, and, and Larry, Larry is the most humble guy oh, yeah. for major league talent I've ever known. I mean, you, if I, Larry has fuck you talent. <laughs> That's funny. Me and I said the same thing. This, <laughs> Larry, you go, you go in his, his back, the desk, or at, at work, his work and stuff, man. He got all this stuff, and, and hidden behind all this shit 
is his Marconi nomination from last year. Marconi's the Academy Awards of Radio, the best in the country. Yeah, he oh, hides yeah. it. Jim, I'd have know. it plastered on my fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have it on the dashboard of the passenger seat when people get it. Oh. Here's I figured it out. If you get up at 3 in the morning for a quarter of a century, they'll give you some shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get a plaque or a statue just for doing that. <laughs> what a funny thing about Larry, too, is you know everybody, man. It, like, you got to get it out of you. It's funny because you'll, you'll, I'll be like, you know, I was talking about I'm delving into acting, into film acting and stuff, and you know, and Larry's talking. He goes, Larry goes, yeah, I wrote a movie. I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> he wrote a movie starring Daryl Hannah and uh, Eric Roberts. It's on Netflix, actually. Lou Gossett Jr. And Lou Gossett Jr. It's, it's called a, a, a Amazing Racer. It's a, a nice family film. It's you cool wrote film. that? He wrote it. You wrote it? I mean, that's what I'm saying. You've known him for how many years? And like, yeah, I, I never knew that. I'd get, it on, that get it on Netflix free, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get Wiz Khalifa to sample it. <laughs> I can get a check. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, yeah, that's well. You know, it's funny, Larry's uh, growing up in Pittsburgh. As we said all the people we we get to meet, and one of my idols, Bruno San Martino. Oh yeah, and I got the meet his nicest guy, right? Down, nice guy, absolutely down to earth. Everyone, everyone loves Bruno, right? Yeah, legend here in Pittsburgh still, right? And Larry got to become pretty pretty tight with him. 25 years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's right. You went to Italy with him, didn't I did. You? When we, wow. That's pretty cool. Well, they said, the producer, I had a TV show, and they said, we got Bruno San Martino. I grew up watching him. Everybody in the neighborhood wanted to be this guy, right? Absolutely. I had three brothers, and we all were Bruno jumping off the couch yeah, 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 as yeah. a wrestler. And then uh, my father-in-law, Dan Marino Sr., yeah. said, mm-hmm. I went to school with Bruno in Oakland when he came from Italy. Oh, my and so God. he brought me pictures and so we used him on TV, and then he told this unbelievable story about how they escaped from the Nazis yeah. in Italy. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a story that nobody knows. No. So eventually, that story uh, is going to be told here. This year, Bruno turns 80. Yeah. Holy and Bruno's got a lot of terrific stories because he was kind of naive. He met all these stars of the day yeah. and had no idea who some of them were. Now, he did meet Frank Sinatra. This guy named Jilly owned a place in New York. Uh-huh. Jilly's, yeah. Wrestling Sinatra friend, always right? refers Jilly's. Jilly's. Live he, shows, yeah. He would come down and get Bruno, and then there'd be the guys. And then it was like Frank Sinatra. And he said the first time he met Frank, Frank came up, gave him the fake, you know, <laughs> punch to the chin and said, you champ. You're beautiful. <laughs> Jilly. He met uh, Sam so Giacana, cool. the mob boss. But he didn't know who he was. Wait, Bruno, yeah, yeah. Bruno didn't know who he was. Had no idea. They wow. said, Bruno, uh, Mr. Giancana wants to meet you. Oh and he said, well, I'm, I can. I got a thing. He turned him down three times. <laughs> Finally, these guys pull up in a car. Mr. Giancana wants to meet you. Oh. <laughs> Get in. <laughs> so he gets in. And he goes to this room. And there he is. And he still, he has no idea. That's how beautiful... And pure mm-hmm. Bruno is. Mm-hmm. And so he starts talking. He says, Bruno, sit down. He said, uh, this business you're in is very dangerous. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, busted my ass. Wait, he said to Bruno? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Guy from the Sam mob. Con, the mob Sam guy? Giancana said to Bruno San Martino, this business you're in is very dangerous. Yeah, I'm, li- I'm like mine, which is very, very right. safe. <laughs> and he says, and what do you do? <laughs> oh. That's about where the conversation ended. Oh. And then, and then, he's a funny guy, this Bruno. Get him a beer. And then Sam, yeah, Sam said, "Waste management." I'm a union delegate. <laughs> but we were in New York City two Aprils ago. They just had WrestleMania in San Francisco. Bruno was there, and Arnold Schwarzenegger did. A big, glowing, you know, he was there as a legend, Bruno. He said, Bruno Zamatino, I love Bruno Zamatino. (laughs) When I was weightlifting and going for the belts, Bruno was a judge. He said to me, kid, you keep it up, you're going to be somebody someday, maybe governor of California. (laughs) Hey. So, he said, when we were in New York, 
Bruno was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, and Arnold did his induction. And he said, I can't believe they're packed to the rafters here in Madison Square Garden. Where were you when my last movie came out? <laughs> and he said, I told Bruno Zamadino, I want to make a movie about you, and I want to play you. And Bruno said, Arnold, shouldn't we get a real actor? <laughs> and then in the dressing room, Donald Trump kept coming in and bringing people. And I said to Bruno, I didn't know you knew Donald Trump. He said, I don't. He said, well, he's acting like he knows you because he keeps bringing guys. He'd go out and get guys and say, Bruno, I want to meet somebody. He says, Bruno, this is the man who moves most of the money in Manhattan. He's the president of Deutsche Bank. And Bruno said to me, what's Deutsche Bank? That's how pure Bruno San Martino is. You know, at his age, he's in amazing shape. And I remember talking to him one time, my favorite line, he goes, uh, you know, Jimmy, you got, he's always worried about my health. Look at me. I look like I'm built like the second baseman on a lesbian softball team. And I love lesbians. But that's my belt. And, and Bruno would look at me and he'd go, Jimmy. You know, you're hot. You have to work out. You have to work out. You know, he says, he says, come out to North Park, and I do, I do North Park like three, three times a week. Uh, sometimes four. Come out, and I go, Bruno, I'd love, I'd love to go out to North Park and walk with you. And he goes, No, I run. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I like imagine I'm having a heart attack next to Bruno. I can't do that. He's going to be 80 years old. That's hard to yeah, believe, man. isn't it? Big yeah. Donnie That's Iris awesome. fan. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know he Bruno, is. Bruno, for oh, real. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met up with him one one time in Beaver County. We had dinner with him. Nice, nice man. He and he said, "Yeah, I like, do you like my music?" I said, "Well, thank you. I've watched you wrestle for years." Him and uh, Jumpin' Johnny, Jumpin' Johnny to face, oh, to face you. How did we not have broken backs from being kids emulating these guys? Uh, yeah, yeah. Me and Kenny Oldensky would jump on each other's back, you know. Robert would get me in a sleeper hold and whatever. We'd be on the yard on Saturday. My mom would come out, it's gone, and we all run in to watch studio wrestling. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the greatest. Ringside, Ringside Rosie, Rosie Ringside this woman, Rosie. she used to torture these for real. They didn't think it was too funny. She would take a hat pin, Bruno told us, and <laughs> stick it in the wrestlers when they come close to where she was on the ringside with that old person. She'd hit him and then she'd jag really? him with the, with the. You know, she's related to the Steelers general manager, Kevin Colbert, oh, ringside yeah. Rosie. Yeah. Kevin she's never related. told me that. Really? That's amazing. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Bruno Samodino. But when we went to his village in Italy, it's called Pizza Farad. It's on the mountaintop in the Apennine Mountains, three hours east of Rome. And when he got out of the car in his village, there there's a statue of him. Wow. His house is a National Historic Landmark. And when he got out, it was like Moses arrived. <laughs> and, and all the people came around. And because I was with Bruno and an American, the people wanted to take it to Picture. Can we take it to Picture? And I said, sure. And there were 14 people around me that only came up to my shoulder. <laughs> and I was feeling pretty good. I'm like, this is the only time in my life I've been the tallest man in the village. Yeah, you're like Shaq. And Bruno says, they're talking about you behind your back in Italian. I said, what are they saying? They're calling you Shaq. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> you could have st- you could have stayed and joined the Italian basketball team or something like that. Then gold medal. Instead, I came home and applied for the uh, job next to Panson at Wilmerding. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> they're looking for your curator at the Stretchmark Museum. It's a big, <laughs> it's a big. Hit. Now the guys, you're you're a bit younger now. You guys, but you guys knew Bruno. Not, Terry, I know you're a comic book fan. Now, yeah. You're a wrestling fan too. Yeah. Did you grow up yeah. wrestling fan? Uh, as a I'm kid? a big wrestling fan. But like, I, I was the generation of uh, you know more so the Attitude Era, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, and stuff like that. But I do know a Bruno San Martino. And Hulk, I guess, was a little. Oh bit, yeah, right? Hulk Hogan and stuff like that. Yeah, because I was born in '86, so I got to see the the end. But of you knew Hulk you knew Hogan. Bruno. Obviously, oh yeah, of right? course. Everybody knows Bruno. Everybody. There's knew no Bruno. way that you can like wrestling. You know what's and not cool? Bruno. Is those guys all, you know, right up to John Cena, yeah. all those guys, when they saw Bruno, they gave him the love. They really did. The Rock kissed him on the cheek and said, wow. thanks for paving the way for us, champ. Yeah, it was cool. He did. He did. He's the only undefeated wrestler ever of all time. Like, he's undefeated. He's yeah. undefeated. Yeah, what is it? Uh, it's 100, 100 and 0 or 150 How about this? He sold out Madison Square Garden 
184 times oh as the headliner. What are you going Nobody's to even wow. close. <laughs> Elton John. Uh, 184 yeah. times. 184 times. No wonder Sinatra was in all of them. Yeah. Like, geez, you swing, baby. <laughs> they used to talk about the fact that, you know, you talk about Bruno, that I would read like that he would outsell the Knicks or the Rangers or anything like that. He was like, if it was between Bruno San Martino and a Rangers game, like a Rangers hockey game, yeah. no, Bruno would get first in the, you know, Rangers versus Bruins. You can do that some other night. We're putting on, <laughs> yeah. we're putting on Bruno San Martino. Yeah. And in the, the garden. I think the next nearest is like Elton John or Billy Joel with 43 sellouts. To give you some idea. Wow. Uh, and, and the impact that he had. Yeah. But at one point, he picked up a guy called Haystacks Calhoun. I remember him. Who yeah, weighed 637 huge. pounds <laughs> and body slammed him. Oh, my God. And Arnold Schwarzenegger said, I cannot believe he picked up a man. 637 pounds <laughs> and there's That's no trick and I'm looking I'm like how is this possible Bruno Zamadino That's wow. a, that is wow. amazing if, if you think about unbelievable. it it's a, it's unbelievable fascinating yeah fascinating people you get you get to meet and you know Don, switch back to, switch back to Donnie real quick with uh, the Hall of Fame thing uh, actually it is uh, April 23rd in Pittsburgh right yeah. at the Hard Rock yeah. gonna sell at the, the Hard Rock yeah yep for Donnie uh I want to know. Everybody wants to know what's what's next. What's next for you right now? Because you know the Hall of Fame is like I said, it's great, but I'm always you always surprise me with different things, and you, you try different things. I thought pole time was a little bit different, a lot different actually than what you've done before, mm-hmm. like, uh, which a while ago. But I want to know what, what's what are you thinking about doing next for for uh, sort of singing? And we songwriting? were in the studio Saturday. We went to the studio Saturday. We're working on some new stuff. So when it'll come out, I'm not sure. I'm hoping by by the winter time. So by, we'll have new Christmas. Donnie Iris. Hopefully, hopefully. material. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully in the winter. Nice. Wow. Yeah, we worked on some new tracks on Saturday, and we have about uh, I'd say six or seven other tracks that we already have done. Yeah. But I just got to go in and sing them now. I mean, the oh, tracks wow. are there. I just got to go do them. Suggestion for a title. Lonnie, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> like a rock. That's a hit going in. Yeah. It writes itself. Yeah. How did the yellow tux thing come about? The, oh, yellow, tux the yellow on the, on, on the back on the street. That's a wild thing. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a, a suit that I wore with the Jaggers. Okay. Uh, we all had yellow suits. All of us had those yellow suits. Because it stood out or something you thought? or. I don't know. There it is right there. there. Guy got the album. There right it is. There. All right. Oh, nice. We'll put that on the website on Jim Crane. Yeah, that, that was it right there. I, de- I decided okay. I, I got to find something to, to, to put on the album cover that's different. And, uh, just so you went, start wearing it at the end of the show. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I started wearing it at the end of the show. That's your closer. Yeah, that was the closer uh, outfit right there. That is so cool. Yeah, yeah. I still, I still have the jacket. I don't know what happened to the pants. Well, you got to let them out, you know. Had <laughs> yeah, to let them out a little bit. <laughs> we know what happened to the pants. We know exactly. We know exactly. Turned it into an empire. <laughs> you know, I got, I, I, I just, love, like, I keep saying about Jurgles. I, I love this room. I love this. They love the cigar room. Isn't it great? The cigar room. Mm. It's so cool, Donnie and I and Larry. We, it, the boys, I know you don't do a lot of cigars. Terry's a health nut. Terry's crazy yeah, healthy. Yeah, but I'm doing a cigar today. Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, a, I'm, I'm, your I'm sitting influence. next to King Cool and Jim Cran. So I got to smoke a cigar. Yeah, smoke Terry a cigar. works gotta out. Cigar. I got to smoke like twelve of them actually. Terry and I will do it. <laughs> make up for make up for lost make time. up for lost yeah. time. <laughs> Who was you smoking with? Uh, King Cool and Jim Cran. So I kind of had to. Terry and I will do a show. It'll be one in the morning. I'm going home tired. I go, what are you doing, Terry? He goes, I'm going to go work out. I'm like, you shitting me? <laughs> <laughs> Hang with me. You'll be four hundred pounds in a year. <laughs> Christ's sake. Yeah, it is. It has uh, been. A, Amazing, right? Well, the cigars. Did they bother your throat at all from singing? For singing at all, the cigars, Don? No, no, no. It coats the throat nicely. It coats it, right? <laughs> yeah. I like that. It recommends them for young singers out there. Yeah. <laughs> Forget tea and honey. Yeah. Forget yeah. whiskey. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. We cigar. should come out with the Donnie Irish Junior cigar. Yeah, there you like go. That. Yeah. <laughs> the young guys, yeah. candy cigars. I don't know what it is about cigars. I I love them. 
uh, uh, too, and I started only about probably 15 years ago smoking them because when I start when I was a kid, my uncle Ed would have give me like a Swisher Sweet or something. Yeah, I'd be like, ah, and all of a sudden one day somebody gave me a dab it off. I'm like, holy shit! Oh, I know. This is amazing. Yeah. But you know what's cool about cigars? That when you get it in your hand. You feel something. You become like a different. I'm not right. You got a vibe. <laughs> no, like for do. instance, <laughs> like if you're an accountant, even. And What'd you say? If, if you're an accountant, you do change. Yeah, and, and it, yeah, he changed. Yeah, really, your attitude changed when you have. We're just like right, Mike. I just saw your shoulders went back because you're an accountant. You'd be like, uh, Jimmy I got, uh, I got, I got, led, I got ledgers. Jimmy Crent, talented boy. Love Jimmy Crent, absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> but everybody has a different one, Mikey, because, for instance, like I said, if you're an accountant and somebody's like, you know, uh, the boss comes in and goes, uh, where, where's the ledgers? Uh, where's the, and you're like, Mr. Frank, they'll come in, whatever, they'll get them soon. Whatever. That guy gets a cigar in his hand, he turns, for me, he turns into Tony Montana. <laughs> you know, he goes, oh, you're a big man, huh, Frank? They <laughs> <laughs> got the fucking ledgers, huh? <laughs> you want the inventory, you fucking cockroach. There's <laughs> something about it. Right? Something about the cigar. It's something yeah. about the cigar. Yeah. You know? Makes you feel good, Mike. <laughs> First you'll get the yellow suit <laughs> Then you'll get the women Then you'll get the power, then you'll get the power. That's right That's right we, we should start smoking in the studio on Friday sir. Me and Shumway <laughs> You know who used to smoke him The Pittsburgh legend Paul Long Oh, Remember yeah, Paul yeah. Long? Studio? Paul Long. He yeah. lit the studio on fire several times. <laughs> <laughs> God's truth. He sit, in order. Oh, I shit, worked over the there six years, and it, I'd, I'd walk past. You were frightened of him. Yeah. The first time I met him, he was in a brown suit. Then yeah. I realized he wore that brown suit every day. <laughs> and his neck didn't move. And he was out by the front door of yeah. WTAE. And he, he, he saw me, and he said, step into the house. It was like a haunted house at Disney World. And he would smoke cigars in the newsroom, which, you know, back in the day, he wasn't allowed to do it then. He didn't care. He'd flick his ashes in that... Teletype paper would catch fires like flash paper. (laughs) Say, Paul, you set the trash on fire again. I don't see a thing. (laughs) He was a pilot. (laughs) He was a pilot. Yes. And he went up with one of the disc jockeys. Remember O'Brien and Gary? Yeah. 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 And and John Gary didn't know. Like he said, I'm never flying with him again. He said, why? Because we're up and he hears on the radio, uh, three, two, eight, one, Quebec. You have high velocity jet traffic at two miles out. And he says, I don't see a goddamn thing. <laughs> John said, you can see TWA. <laughs> I said, Paul, take me down. No, 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 not so fast. <laughs> but then, later in his career, Donnie, don't let this happen to you. He went out on a hometown salute, and they asked him if he wanted to have lunch. Yeah. And he said, Okay. And they looked around. He goes, let's have lunch at that Scottish place. And they looked, and it's McDonald's. <laughs> he said, Paul, that's McDonald's. Have you never been to a McDonald's before? And he goes, no. So, all right, we're going to McDonald's. They go through the drive-thru. They, what do you want, Paul? He said, I'll have a cheeseburger and a beer. <laughs> a beer? Said, Paul, they don't serve beer here. He goes, this place will never make it. <laughs> he was a Donnie Irish fan. Man, those days. I, I can imagine Joe DiNardo being so rebellious going, yeah, I used to smoke a bong. <laughs> that was my thing, my friend. <laughs> Scottish place. You, you smoked cigarettes for a while, didn't you? I smoked cigarettes for, for a long time. Glad I quit that, man. Wow. What, yeah, what? for a long time, till I almost passed out one night on stage. It was like... Oh, really? For oh, me? yeah. I had to go up and sit on a drum riser so that I could, you know... Wow. That's the night I quit. That was it. I Thus mean, I, endorsing I the junior cigar further. Use the cigar. <laughs> <laughs> cigar never bothered me. Never bothered See? me. You don't inhale. I mean, you don't, don't inhale. No. Uh-huh. Cigarettes. He's taking the flavor. He's taking yeah. the flavor. It's Just good. flavor. That's all. It's, just, it's wow, cool. Wow, man. Yeah. Now... Yeah. 
Tell me about on the road, rock and roll start. Was there crazy debauchery, man? Was, you have any, was it a crazy thing on the road for you? A little bit. Little Those bit. days? A little bit. Little bit. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you ever going to write a book about it and, and tell it, tell all or anything like that? We're going to get Donnie Iris tell all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write a book. You you never you never know what to think when you read that book. <laughs> <I'll tell you. laughs> That's why everybody wanted to be Donnie Iris. Right? <laughs> that's why every guy wants to be a rock star, right? Everyone's yeah, every that's every. Yeah, that's every, why keep, that's why you do it. That's why you do it. You 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 you, you play the guitar and you sing and to try to get chicks. Exactly. I mean, that's what it's right? all about. Yeah. Every comedian wants to sing, right, guys? Oh yeah. Every I can't sing a note. Sing. My family makes me lip sync Christmas songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. But it's true. It's so cool like, to get up there and belt it out. Man. I was thrown out of the grade school choir by a nun who told me just mouth the words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had the we had the Catholic upbringing. I had Sister Mary Charles Bronson. Remember, I told you. Oh that. yeah, 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 yeah. I, did. I remember her. <laughs> she had the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> and the look. Yeah, yes, paddle with the holes in it. Exactly. Little the wind resistance. How she figured that out, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I still got scars from those nuns. Amazing. We had the nuns dressed in the habits, you yeah. know, with the white cardboard on the yeah, front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they had chains with a skull. And I'm not kidding. <laughs> what a biker gang nuns? Not, yeah, it was like it was like Harley Davidson nuns, and they would rub the skull, and the principal. Would cruise down the hallway. You couldn't see her feet. She floated like an air hockey puck. <laughs> she would turn and look both sides and just crack somebody. Just like, damn, this shit's serious. I'm not worried about going to heaven because I'm already in hell. Yes. <laughs> you come home all traumatized. Yeah. And then your dad that's would true. say, well, that's nothing of what we had to deal with this <laughs> shit. I know, we're suffering. Post-traumatic stress disorder from our days, man. Absolutely. One time, this girl, it was yeah. fourth grade. I was sitting by the window, and it was May. And this little girl came by. I never forget her name, Marianne Figura. Uh -huh. And her dress oh, caught on a thing, and it flipped yeah. up like a mini Marilyn Monroe thing. Yeah. And I looked, right? Yeah. I just looked. And right. the nun came over to me like a bamboo viper. Wow. She goes, uh, you make me sick, mister. <laughs> You're nine. <laughs> I saw what you saw. I'm like, I seen it, but I didn't mean to see it. She goes, just for that, you're not putting a prayer in Mary's box. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, they had the wow. statue of Mary. Yeah. And they had a shoe box with pink covers, and you would put a prayer in the a shoe. I was forbidden. <laughs> to put a prayer in the shoebox. Oh, my God. I'm not saying it affected me. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Every <laughs> time I see... There she is again. Look. Yeah. On the wall. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. Hey. She haunts me. This woman. <laughs> what are I you knew looking her when at? she was in fourth grade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Too bad that prayer was going to be, please don't make me have to wake up at 3.30 in the morning for the rest of my life to do a <laughs> <Yeah>. job. <laughs> it was weird being in a Catholic school because there was a guy in our grade, I'll never forget his name, Larry. F his name was Larry. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was like a Lonnie thing. His name was Lawrence Rogina. And when someone would puke, the nun would make him get the canister that was like oil dry, you know, those little pellets. Yeah. And this kid would volunteer who wants to clean it up. And Lawrence would always go, stir, stir, stir. And okay, you do it. And I can't find out what this guy's doing today. I gotta know. I want to know. You know. You know. You know. What's funny is, uh, with Larry, I have a uh, a dog, a Chihuahua, amongst my brood of dogs named Larry, little Chihuahua. <laughs> and I always have to distinguish. We joked about it early on, but I do have to always say when I'm talking to Hetty or somebody, Larry or Larry the dog now because. One time, uh, Larry, I discovered, had this anal gland leakage, which dog... <laughs> I'm sorry. And I walk up the head. I'm just talking. I go... And I didn't distinguish. And I'm like, hey, Larry has uh, anal gland leakage. And then he's, oh, my God, is he all right? And so, <laughs> I'm like, I paused. No, it's... You know, it's oh, I didn't... <laughs> 
Uh, we got a distinction. Difference between your Larry and me is my glasses are from IT. Larry's are from Pantanet. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's nice that you passed it up with Lonnie, though. You know, oh, your yeah, brother. Yeah. yeah, we're like you're brothers tight now again. You're brothers. You're like you're brothers, brothers. <laughs> you're like brothers again. He's your twin. He's too. my twin. Growing he, up with a twin like that. Yeah, he's such a good guy. You're, I ha- I didn't like him for a long time. No, you were jealous. You were jealous. Of, jealous. Why were you jealous of his success? Because was, he worked at Pants and Ad. Yeah. He, 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 and, I, and, I, and I had to and I had to sing. Yeah, who needs top forty hits and sold out stuff when you can work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He worked at Pants and Ad. That's, That's the job I always wanted. Yeah. Every no, everybody wants that, Tom. Everybody, everybody wants, wants it. Well, I got you know as, as we're wrapping uh, up the show here. Uh, first of all. Great audience tonight, by the way. Great audience, absolutely. Proud of you. Where is uh, is Rick? Is Rick Jergel here anywhere? Rick, right here. there Rick, he is. Rick, come on over. Come on over. Is the owner uh, Rick Jergel here? The come owner, on, Rick. Right say there. hi, come to Rick. On, on Rick. Rick. Come, come on, Rick. buddy. Come on over. Come on, Rick Jergel. Rick Jergel. Great Rick, guy. Great, great guy. guy. Rick and his lovely wife uh, uh, have a gr- the greatest club. <laughs> we love this for live entertain- for entertainers. Love you, Rick. We what love you've Rick. Done. We love Rick. And, uh, absolutely, just, man. Thanks for having us, man. Thanks for having us. Thank you. No, don't. You started uh, a great thing here, man. This is a uh, we did for entertainers. So I mean, having this wonderful stage, you have the great this incredible room for performers to play. I, I'm I'm honored. I will be playing that room that stage May 28th. And May I can't 28th. Wait. Can't wait, buddy. Yeah. And I and I can't wait to have you. It's, it's an honor. Obviously, Thanks. it's an honor to be here tonight. With uh, very special guests amongst the house, Larry Richards, Donnie, Jimmy, and you, uh, it doesn't get any better than this. Let's yeah, get yeah. a big round of applause Thank for you, this for this group here tonight. Appreciate it. Check out Jurgles if you haven't. And, and I got to tell you, man, the thing about it is, it's a great entertainment. The food is off the hook. You like yes. the food? Yes. I love yeah, the food. Yeah, it is great. Uh, well, oh yeah. Well, 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 you know, you want us. Deliver any to to you shortly. Bring or? it out. No. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'd have you four hundred pounds, Terry. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be eating all <laughs> kinds of stuff, crazy. smoking cigars. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, thank you, Rick, for having us. Thank man. you very much. You've Jimmy. done a lot Rick for the Jericho. area, Rick. Way to go, brother. Thank you, Rick thank you Donnie. Way to go, brother. Love you, and uh, thank you guys for, for being wait. so kind and. And uh, uh, Larry, you're the greatest bud, and thanks for coming over and hanging out with us, man. Thanks for letting me uh, play and be an adult for a while. Now I got to go to bed. <laughs> I go to <laughs> yeah, you're past your bedtime, my man. It's <laughs> big time. It's got a ton of Rick Jergley. Uh, I used to go. Uh, you didn't know me then when you were on Babcock. Yeah. And yeah. I had this best friend who was a karaoke freak, and he loved your place, and he made us come all the time and watch him sing. <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited for your success. So congratulations. Yeah, absolutely. And I, 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 that's right. Thank you. Rick. And to uh, you have a, some very funny friends, brilliant comedians, really. Mike Oisaki, Mike Sess, and Terry oh, Jones. Mike. I'm honored to be with these <laughs> young men. Kills me. That boy kills me right there. We needed Bruno San Martino here, yeah. also, because we could have like the the Mount Rushmore of Pittsburgh. With <laughs> <Larry> <laughs> Just carved their faces into the side of Mount Washington, where that old sign is. They call it Mount Yinsmore or something. <laughs> I love it. Nice. <laughs> Mount Yensmore. <laughs> I'll get working on that. Yeah. <laughs> we already said if a, if a meteor hit this building right now, no kid would go to school in Pittsburgh tomorrow. Donnie, no. <laughs> <laughs> Irish, Jimmy, and Larry Richard. St. <laughs> Irenaeus on a two-hour delay. <laughs> <laughs> Who would tell him you're not here? <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Shumway. Shumway. Trying to be on the left. Trying to be the, the pen dodge job saved. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Hey, looking forward to every Friday, uh, 8 to 9, to get to hang out with, with you and Johnny, man. Appreciate it. I can't Best wait. Best move we ever made. Seriously. I love it, brother. It's a lot of fun. We, we worked parallel universes for 25 years, and yeah. now we get to work together. Oh, so it's my awesome, honor, man. Awesome. My honor. And, and Donnie, I, I, you know, sincerely, you are one of the, uh, uh, the kindest and most loyal. And the, I'm honored to call you friend. But, man, what a major league talent. And the thing about you is I think the reason we all love you so much is 
that you are a national talent and you decided to live here and stay here. Guys, like, you can go anywhere you want. You could live in anywhere you, because, really, man, you, the top 40 hits, the kind of career you have, but you said, no, I'm, I'm from here and, and you, you, live here and, and, and you still get we still get the treat of seeing you uh, uh, still perform but I want to say uh, on behalf of everybody congratulations though for the, for the award for you know the Pittsburgh Hall Thank of Fame you. Thank Jimmy. Thank you. you should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame hopefully soon Donnie, Donnie Iris ladies and gentlemen and Larry Richard Donnie you can live in Millville anytime, brother. Uh, <laughs> just drop my name. <laughs> I want to thank our, our Buddy Hall and his lovely wife. I want to thank everyone from Diversity. Diversity, our sponsor, uh, a shop in Dormont and one on Babcock. It's, it's a, a vapor, uh, e-cigarettes and a vapor stuff. Nice little you know, go back and forth. I love my cigars, but I love my vapes. So, and, they, and he is the best flavors. And he's a, just joined our sponsor. This is a, the first show he, he's starting off with, and we're going to do one of our shows at his place, too. And uh, Buddy also is one of the great, like we said earlier in the show, musicians. Yeah, and and uh, but it's really honored to have him as a sponsor. And on behalf of uh, you know Mike, Mike, and Terry, and Wayne, and Josh, and uh, thank you guys for being our guests, and you know, Larry and Donnie, and thank you very much. Really appreciate it. It's Jim Crane, no restrictions on the Sideshow Network. Thank you. Hey everybody, it's Jim Cran of Jim Cran No Restrictions. I just wanted to take the time out to thank you for listening to the show. We have a little over 100,000 subscribers now, every week listening to the show. Go to SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or JimCran.com and subscribe today. And thanks again. If your business, whether large or small, is in need of commercial collections, choose PrimeCore Group. PrimeCore Group is a Pittsburgh-based corporate collections agency. Now, if your business is owed money, PrimeCore Group is there to help you. On a contingency basis only, PrimeCore Group will recover what is owed to you in a professional and trusted manner. Contact PrimeCore Group today by going to primecoregroup.com. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the Internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny. And I love you. A few days ago, Brooke Tudine posted an inspirational quote on her wall that got 17 likes and three comments. Thumbs up, Brooke. Geico also wants to make a comment. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico. And nothing says inspiration better than saving money. Well, except for those posters that say things like teamwork, excellence, and make it happen. Hashtag keep climbing. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.